may the Lord continue to strengthen you and elevate you and lift you. Praise God in the name of Jesus. May your yearning for the church, your intercession get deeper and deeper. And praise God and may the need be, be met by the power of God because you bombarded heaven and it's come up as a sweet smell and aroma in the presence of the Lord. A scripture reading this morning out of Nehemiah. I'm back in Nehemiah again. Chapter 1, begin, amen, verses 1 through 4 is our scripture reading. Nehemiah 1, chap, chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 4 in our reading, amen. And while you're getting that, uh, I want to say this before I before it slipped my mind. Prayer is never a substitute for necessary action, amen. You're taking notes, write that down. Prayer is never a substitute for necessary action, Amen. God, you pray for someone that is sick and shut in or have hospitalized, amen, and the Lord said, go. Praise God, amen. It, it, it's, it's, it's imperative that you go, not just call, but that you go, your presence. And a lot of times, this that sacrifice, the fact that the individual knows the level of sacrifice, that ministers all by itself, amen. So prayer is never a substitute for necessary action. Let's keep that, let's let's write that down. Amen. Excuse me. Nehemiah, the first chapter, amen, verse one through four, and this in the New King James Version. And this is what it says, amen. The word of Nehemiah, the son of Hilkiah, it came to pass in the month of Sheslev, amen, in the 20th, yeah, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, that, Hananiah, one of my brethren, came with the men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who were who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. That's two different things. Amen. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the providence are in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also burned down, amen, and his gates are broken down, and his gates are burned with fire. Verse 4, in my last verse, so it was when I heard these things that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Amen. This morning, just for a few minutes, I want to deal with this from intercession to action. From intercession to action. Amen. There are two ways that we receive uh, the burden for intercession. There are two ways that we receive a burden for intercession. Number one is by revelation. Number one is by revelation. And that, uh, beloved, is, is something that God gives you. Amen. It's prophetic intercession because it comes from God himself, gives us a heart. And gives us information and download, gives us eyesight. He brings it to our attention, amen, the condition or whatever it is uh, that we need to begin to come before him. Sometimes we don't, we're not recognizing it. We don't have the information. Whatever it is, it takes God to show us exactly what needs to be done. Amen. I mean, where prayer needs to start. So there are two ways that intercession starts for the, for the most part is by revelation, and then the second, by observation. The first, by revelation, that's God himself giving us something, 
amen, through visions or through some other means of, of, of divine revelation to start our intercession, amen. The other way is by observation. This is, this is, a, this is one of those cases. It wasn't a prophetic dream. It wasn't a, something that came by a vision or some type of prophecy, amen, that God showed Nehemiah. It was by observation. He asked, how are the, 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 uh, the Jews that escaped the captivity? Of course, he's referring to the Babylonian captivity, to those peasants and those that were not taken in the captivity that remained in the land after the 70 or during the 70-year captivity. Amen. He says, how are they doing? And so this is a set time of change in the life of the people of Jerusalem and Judah. It's specific, the reason why it says Judah, because the um, Israel, the top, the northern 10 uh, families, uh, people, um, those, those had already about 100 years earlier were a man uh, taken captive and all of that destroyed by the Syrians. Amen. So Judah specifically is what, the, and this is in Jerusalem where the walls, are. Amen. So that's specific. That's important. The Shushan in the Citadel is important because that gives you Persian location. And then you understand the difference between the Babylon and the transition when you study. Amen. And we talked about this before between Babylon, amen, and the Mede, Mede and Persian Empire. Amen. Mede, Persian Empire. So there's a change in the world domination um, but at the end of the Babylonian captivity, um, at that time, the Persians and the Medes were in charge of that area. Amen. So this is at the end. It's time to rebuild, time to go back. Glory to God. Amen. And we've talked about all of that. And so it's a, it's a set time that God has released um, this type of moving around and with uh, Ezra and Haggai and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Amen. But the issue is that we're dealing with this morning from intercession to action, from intercession to action. After Nehemiah was uh, informed, praise God, amen, his reaction first started with supplication. This Amen, well, in some places they call it sackcloth and ashes. Praise God, amen, when he heard about that. But um, I went ahead of myself. Number one, amen, uh, all the heart of an intercessor will always, ask about the condition of the people. Amen. Uh, the heart of the intercessor, one of the he healthy things about the intercessor, will always ask about the condition of the people of God. Amen. How are we doing? How are we progressing? What's going on? Glory to God. What, 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 what are we doing here? Amen. And so when he got back the report, for, amen, from his brother in Hananiah, that was going back and forth, amen, to Judah, he says, it's not looking good, man. Amen. The survivors who are left from the captivity, amen, in the providence are in great distress and reproach. And the walls of Jerusalem, that's what you're asking about. They're broken down and the gates are burned with fire. It's a, amen, it's a mess. And, 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 and when Nehemiah in verse four, said, when he heard these words, he sat down and wept. This is where intercession starts once we've gotten the observation of how the body of Christ is doing. Mourn for many days. 
praise God, and was fasting and praying before the God of heavens. Glory to God. It is not uncommon, and we're going to pray. It is not uncommon at all as an intercessor when you either observe yourself or you hear a report, amen, of the condition of the body of Christ, and it makes you want to just sit down, amen, weep and mourn and fast, amen, as it would say in some other passages, wrap, amen, wrap up in sackcloth and ashes. Glory to God. Intercessors, intercessors can't help it. Just can't help it because your heart is for the people. An intercessor, when, he, when the intercessor hear of the condition of the body of Christ, of the people of God, amen, it is not a good report. It's not a good report. Praise the name of the Lord, amen. The first matter of business is intercession. But Nehemiah, this didn't say, God, send somebody. Oh, praise the Lord, glory to God. Nehemiah had a mindset, and then God granted him favor. Not all assignments, write this down, amen, not all assignments are your assignment, but this was Nehemiah's assignment. God had favor on him, and it was seen because after he finished praying, he says to, he asked the Lord, amen, give me uh, your servant, praise God. Uh, verse 11, oh Lord, I pray, please let your servant, let your ear be attentive to the prayers of your servant and to the prayer, the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. Let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant me mercy in the sight of this man. For I was the king's cupbearer. Amen. So Nehemiah knew that today I'm going to be sad. And according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, he had, he had to ask specifically for mercy. It was not random. The, the request for mercy was not random. It was specific because according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, if the cupbearer come before the king with anything but a happy look, it's worthy of death. Amen. So he knew what I'm about to do. Amen. What's about to happen because I can't hide it. My people are in distress. It's going to be worthy of death. Amen. Grant me mercy in the sight of this man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's how, that's how intercession starts. From intercession to action. Amen. I'll say again, as we said in the beginning, prayer is never a substitute for necessary action. Nehemiah had something in mind that he was wanting to get involved. However, he had enough sense not to just go and just run. I'm going back. You know, the king can't stop me. Praise God. If, if you're taking notes, write this down. If it's God, it'll be in proper order. If it's God, it will be in proper order. Amen. He wasn't just crazy with it. Amen. And he just got all, you know, in his feelings and ran away. Amen. And, you know, say the Lord told me. Praise God. He went through the proper way and gained much favor. Then he turned around, and we'll look at this later on next week. He got great favor. He got a letter from the king to go for safe passage. He got a letter for wood. He's going to need the burn to build the, the gates back. He got, amen, as an extra bonus, the king's, the king's army went with him. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. The favor of God was upon him. The hand of God was strong upon him. And he kept telling the people, the hand of God is upon me. Glory to God. And so where there is vision, there is provision. 
Amen. You can write that down. Where there is vision, there is always provision. If God started a thing, he's going to fund it. If he started a thing, he's that, amen, one part of that provision if, and that favor is he's going to fund it. Praise God. Anytime you struggle financially, pause. Anytime you struggle financially with a, with a new God assignment, pause. Amen. And, 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 and go to prayer because when God, when God started a thing, he funded. <laughs> Glory to God. Anytime you start a new God assignment, praise God. And favor is the key. That's the trigger. Favor. Amen. If it's not accompanied and you keep struggling, just stop. Glory to God. Because sometimes there might be an indicator, right assignment, wrong timing. Or, amen, you may be going, chasing the wrong thing. Amen. So always look for that type of favor. Nehemiah said, grant him mercy in the sight of this man. So he knew that what he was about to do would be worthy of death. Praise God. He put his life on the line for somebody else. That's intercession. And we're going to pray. That's intercession. Intercession. Amen. He put his life on the line, not just for his house, not just for his new car, his new road. Amen. He put, amen, his, he put his life on the line for the nation, for the people. Amen. From intercession to action. It's not, in, amen, the ministry of intercession is not just about praying, amen, in our secret closet. When we get finished in that closet, now what do we do? Amen. From intercession, praise God, amen, to action. We got to put some things into place. Amen. Praise God. My time is up with that. Amen. That rung in my spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, stir our heart this morning. Stir us today. Stir our heart that we may have great passion for the condition and for the things that are transpiring in the body of Christ. Stir our hearts this morning that we may sit down and weep and mourn many days with fasting, many days wrapped up in sackcloth and ashes, that we may that we may supplicate in your presence for the provisions of the people in the name of Jesus. Release the kind of stirring that caused us when we when we see or when we hear about the conditions and the things that are going on in the body of Christ that we would that we would wrap up and that we would call upon your name for you are a covenant keeping God in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of the living God, rest upon us like the dew in the morning. Bring us into revelation knowledge. Give us the heart for your people. Let us not sit in ease. Let us not sit, Father God, in relative ease as the rest of the body of Christ is in great reproach and distress in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you would stir us this morning, that you would stir us to intercession and from intercession to action, that our feet will be swift that our hands will be sturdy and do the work that's before us in the name of Jesus. I bless you right now for what you're doing in us and for what, Father God, how you're stirring us in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that we will come together as innocent and that we will, as your people, and be on one place and one accord and that we call upon your name in a desperate way. Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. That we will call upon your name, Father God, in a desperate way. That we would call upon your name in an urgent way. That we would supplicate before your presence, Father God, and not uh, allow pet peeves and not allow personal issues to keep us from coming together and calling on your name. May these people cry loud and spare not and give you no rest 
in the name of Jesus. May these people give you no rest, that we're persistent, and that, Father, we'll weary you with our coming for the conditions of the brethren that are in great distress, the body of Christ in great distress, singing without calling your name, ministering your word with little prayer, prophesying in your name from the, from the heart and not from revelation. Father God, we're in great distress. We're in great reproach. We are in great harm, Father God. We're separated among by denominational lines. That you, you, Father God, said that these people shall be one according to the prayer of your son, Jesus Christ, that these people will be one as you are one with your son. Make us one. Make us one. Make us one. Break that. Amen. The middle wall of petition has been brought down by Christ, and yet we're building it back up. We're in great reproach. We're in great distress. Father, in the name of Jesus, stir us to see what's going on the way you see it. Stir us to see the things that are happening the way you see it, Father God, and that we would, we would mourn and that we would weep and that we would set down in great, in great astonishment, that, Father God, that we, be, we would be no longer laughter, but our laughter would turn to mourning because we're astonished. We are astonished. We are, we are astonished of the things that are going on, Father, in the body of Christ, in the name of Jesus, that we will weep as Jeremiah weeps. We will weep as Jeremiah weeped, and we will weep, Father God, for the condition of the people, God. But yet you are the balm in Gilead. You're the great physician. You can heal us, Father God. You can heal us. If it's your will, you can make us whole. Have, when you see us, Father God, when you sit high and you look low, Father God, you see us, have mercy in the name of Jesus. Stir the intercessors to come before your presence. Stir the intercessors, Father God, to sit and be and weep and be mourned and be astounded at the reproach and the condition of the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. Let us not just pray, but have in our mind action, action that you would give us, Father God, in mercy and favor. The hand, your hand, be upon us strong in the name of Jesus, that we may that we may have have uh, assignments and strategies for what's going on when what we see, God that we can cry loud and spare not and tell the people of their sins. May, may we have intercession, but also, Father, may we have action. Stir us today. Stir us today to do something. Stir us today to not just look and shake our head and hiss, but do something. Stir us today, Father, that we'll begin crying in your presence until you give us strategies. Crying in your presence until we get released, till we get letters of release, letters of provision, and protection that we may build, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that the hand, your hand, will be upon us strong. We bless you right now. We give you praise and thanks. Not just intercession, but action. Not just intercession, but, but action. Not just words, Father God, but movements. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. Father, we thank you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we magnify you. Father, we extol you. Father, we lift you up. You alone are worthy. Father God, oh Lord, give attention to our prayers. Let your eyes look upon us and your ear lean our way, Father God. Oh Lord, that we might have a, a provision and that we may have strength. Amen. That our people may not, no longer be reproached. And we bless you and we thank you. We give you praise and glory. You alone, oh God, are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. 